KGMI Morning News Extra. The cost of living adjustment for 2024 came out last week. A little bit lower than we've been used to, but in a way, that was expected. CBS Business Analyst Jill Schlesinger explains why she's right here. Jill, 3.2% cost of living adjustment coming in for next year. A lot of it has to do naturally with the pandemic, right? Yeah, I mean, this is such a weird thing. I looked this up over the weekend. The Social Security system, which really was enacted in 1935 after the Depression, you know, it was um, this fixed system, and we didn't actually get cost of living adjustments till four decades later into the 70s. And so now the way the government tries to um, really reflect prices is to make an automatic annual adjustment to Social Security recipients' benefits. The way they do that is they look at inflation data, they look at it for the third quarter of the year, and they say, okay, what was the index for this third quarter? Then let's look back to the third quarter of last year. What's the difference? The difference is what is applied to the cost of living adjustment for the following year. Get it? So we look back, we see what happened, we push forward. Now, there are problems with that, right? Because that's history. So if if all of a sudden we see a re uh, we see like a, a a reacceleration of inflation next year, we're going to see that seniors are falling behind. But if inflation continues to fall, this could be good news. It could mean that seniors keep more of their it, a cost of living adjustment and helps replenish their savings. So it usually does smooth out over time. But I think there's going to be a lot of people who say two, uh, 3.2%, that stinks, compared with 8.7% this year. But the real news there is that inflation has come down. That's why the COLA is lower this year. Gotcha. That explains a whole heck of a lot. And that's not necessarily, this This COLA news isn't necessarily just for folks who are on Social Security benefits. This is something that folks in HR are probably looking at as well when it comes to end of year raises or next raises for next year or what that might look like for employees, right? Absolutely. That's such a great point because, you know, you hear about a lot of these union negotiations. Part of the problem with the union negotiations that we see, let's look at the auto industry, is that when the last contract was signed, it was 2019, okay? What was the inflation rate in 2019? About 2%. So they got 2% increases, and that wasn't enough to keep pace with this big spike in inflation that occurred, right? So when you're looking forward, you have to really say, okay, maybe um, I'm not going to give a 9% cost of living increase like the height of the inflationary spike we just saw, but maybe this 3% is the right number. And you really have to rationalize it based on who your employee is, what the role is, and what you have been paying. A lot of people have been getting merit raises of 5 or 10% a year. That's not a cost of living adjustment. It's because they've made more money because they've done better at their jobs or the company's done better. But when we're talking about cost, cost of living adjustments, it's a very formulaic approach. Got it. And this is a lot of people usually like to equate cost of living with uh, their actual paycheck, the the money, the income that they get on a daily basis. But the, the, the cost of living isn't just that one paycheck. It's other aspects of like like the medical bills that they have to pay and other things like that. What other aspects are uh, in your mind crucial to that COLA increase? Well, you know, it's a weird thing. The headline inflation rate, the CPI number and the core rate that we talk about every single month, it's not actually this rate that determines the COLA. There's a whole different category underneath that. And that category puts a different um, weighting on different parts of the inflation picture. So let me give you an example. 
we use this thing called CPIW, which is really about what is the the peg for senior citizens, I'm sorry, for Social Security recipients' um, benefits. And that places a higher weight on food and on apparel, on transportation and other goods. But you know what it does? It's weird. It puts a lower weight on medical care and housing. And you have to think about this, like medical care and housing, those are two big categories. I guess the thought was way back when that medical care is not as expensive for people on Social Security because they have Medicare. And that hasn't been the case. In fact, we know that um, out-of-pocket costs have been rising dramatically. And I think that's probably the biggest problem with the way we figure out the COLA we don't actually put enough weight on how much it costs to be somebody who's 67 or 70 in this current economy. Gotcha. So that, does that mean rent prices might be going down sometimes? <laughs> well, sure. you know, rental prices are actually uh, are moving down and right. uh, they have moved, you know, year over year. But I mean, I guess the real issue is that all these categories affect each of us individually in a very different way, right? Because if I have a paid off house, the only thing I care about with my housing is that taxes are going up. But if my house is, um, or if if I'm looking at rent, maybe my rent has been going up a lot. So that's why when we're looking at people who are calculating their own retirement, I would suspect that people are really underestimating how much inflation could play into the future. And that's why I really suggest that people use conservative ways of looking at retirement. Use a higher inflation rate, use a lower investment return, And you know what? It may stink. You may say, oh, I can't retire when I'm 64. I have to wait till 67. But if you do that, it's a much more um, sure way to get through retirement without the worry of, "Uh uh-oh, I retired too early. That's it. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger with all the details you need to know as COLA heads up 3.2% next year. There's your fun fact of the day. Jill, thank you so much. Take care.